Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 21st of November, 2023. Hello. And uh, we're just waking up, just like you. Yep, yep, yep. Only difference is we got a little head start. We're actually in the building, but we're not really more awake than you are right now. (laughs) I would agree. Yeah, how you doing? You know, pretty good. It's it's hard to believe that Thanksgiving is only two days away, and we are, like, officially in the holiday season. And, uh, yeah, hold on to your shorts. Yep. Here we go. Two more shows, four-day weekend. <laughs> I got today, and that's it, kids. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's right. Tomorrow. Today's your last day. Yeah. yeah. That's what Scott said to me yesterday. He was like, it's your Friday tomorrow. I'm like, oh, it kind of is Jeez. a Friday tomorrow. Yeah, Kristen and I have different, you know, Fridays, as you call mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, have you guys been driving around at all? It is already, the traffic is already bonkers. Like, I had so much traffic driving in today, but yesterday I had to go to Walgreens to pick up a prescription for Penelope, and it's right next to the Kroger in Coleraine. Oh, forget it. And the line to get out of the Kroger was insane. This was Mm -hmm. at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's nuts. It was nuts, man. Yeah. I'm actually going to venture over to Kroger here good a little later this you. morning. Oh, good for yeah. you. Wait a minute. We both are. That's right. Yep. We both are. Yep. I don't know if we're going to be doing shopping or something else. I mm. might have a little more fun doing the other thing. I it's don't a know. mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we'll let you in on that eventually, sooner than later. Also, Pax Jolie Pitt calling Brad Pitt a world-class something. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, he had a lot to say about his father. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, John Hamm had a nippleologist. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that. Existed, yeah. We'll give you the deets on that and what Snoop Dogg meant when he said he was giving up smoke. What he really meant. It's all mm-hmm. straight ahead. Next, Jeff and Jen, first e This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art with pax jolie pitt of all people yes how about this we can safely say he's not a fan of his dad brad pitt 
Father's Day 2020, so this was a few years ago, he lashed out at Brad in a private Instagram post, calling him a, quote, world-class a-hole. Now, he was 16 at the time. He's 19 now. So this is what he said. You time and time again prove yourself to be a terrible and despicable person. You have no consideration or empathy toward your four youngest children who tremble in fear when in your presence. Mm. Pax also told his dad that he, quote, made the lives of those closest to me a constant hell. You may tell yourself in the world whatever you want, but the truth will come to light someday. And he finished it off with, quote, so happy Father's Day, you effing awful human being. Wow. Oh, wow. Message was accompanied by a picture of Brad accepting his Oscar in 2020. So why is this coming out now? Because this was, you know, June 2020. How did they find this stuff? Pax's yeah. message was published by Britain's Daily Mail tabloid. So somehow, somewhere. Somebody hacked his account. Is, yeah, something. and got in there and found that. Wow. I know. Well, oh. well. there's still hope. The There's kid's young. He, you know, he was 16 at the time. Let's put ourselves in the mind of a 16-year-old. Oftentimes, they can be a bit dramatic. Oh, I've said worse. Oh, right. yeah. See, oh, you I've know, been there. Right. Which is why so, I'm saying there's hope. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that it may not be quite as horrible as he painted it. He may have just been having a real moment yeah. with his dad. Yeah, but the other kids trembling in fear? Like, what's what is that, that all about? about? Yeah, what yeah. is that? What, you know, what That's is, really scary and messed mm. up. Yeah, who knows what's going on in that family, but mm. can only hope that they figured it out or are working it out. Yeah, exactly. It's better yeah. now. Dang. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess Wayne Brady had uh, kind of a tense moment himself. He got into a car accident in Malibu on Sunday night that resulted in fisticuffs oh, between no. him and another driver. <laughs> if Could you hold your own in a fist fight, you think? If somebody attacked you... Do you think that you could? Well, I don't know that you'd have much of a choice. I mean, if you got attacked, you just but do you think you defend could yourself your in the best possible way that you can? I mean, how do I? How can I answer that? Because I, I, I just don't. No, I don't think I would do well. No, I would be like when like because I don't even think I'd be able to punch. I would just be like uh, flapping. <laughs> you'd be doing the girl thing. Yes, a, I'd be flapping at the other person or just running away. No. And if it was a girl, you'd reach for hair. Maybe you know, I don't know what you. I would well, just and run. Like, who's your opponent? And so many variables. Oh, yeah. But I am not good at. I think I, the only time I would be able to really fight fight is if it involved the kid or the family. You know what if I mean? If there was inner rage, yeah, coming up or maybe. something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, try not to get into those Mm-mm. for sure. But apparently, the other guy hit Wayne's car as he was driving along the Pacific Coast Highway. And they both stopped and started shouting at each other. And it, I guess things got physical. So Wayne called 911 after the fight, but the other guy took off. Wayne didn't need medical treatment or anything, but he, he was reportedly feeling a little uh, a little banged up and sore yesterday. I wow. bet. I mean, you could pull a muscle just throwing a punch. For sure. <laughs> I pulled a muscle walking in my garage yesterday. There you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my arm's a little weak from using that leaf blower That's the other right. day. <laughs> a little carpal tunnel. Yeah, I believe it. It can happen. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> no right. word on what Wayne. <laughs> no word on whether Wayne said what we all hope he said. Does he have a line? He must have a line. Yeah, he must. Oh yeah, but I he don't uses know. All the time. 
I don't. I'm not. I don't really follow him. I don't either. <laughs> That's from TMZ. I don't either. All right, you want me to do this pregnancy nose story, or do you want to take a break? Uh, I don't know. That's a good story. Why don't we take a break so that we're not rushed? Okay. And then we'll. We'll This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We got some rain out there. Could be heavy at times. And pretty steady throughout the morning. Or scattered this afternoon and tapering off this evening. High 58 right now. 47. All right. Two. So have you ever heard of pregnancy nose? Yes. I knew. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that I, when your nostrils widen? Every, your, your whole nose just it gets spreads. wider. It spreads. Yeah. And I totally had it. And sometimes you even sound more nasalier when you talk. Does it yeah. go back after you have the baby? I feel, I feel like it did a little, but then, you know, your ears and your nose never stop growing. And I feel like my nose has just grown exponentially in the last, <laughs> I don't know how many years. I feel like it's on fire. Just... <sighs> Just expect, feel like it's going to take over my whole face. Well, that's why you have the big glasses. Yeah. Holds them. <laughs> yeah, place. exactly. Yeah. For sure. All right. So somebody on TikTok recently said that it looks like Little Mermaid star Holly Berry has it. She would like you to know that she does not, she said. Oh, well, then what's happening there? Listen, I know. If I see one more person say something about my nose one more time, it's going to be hell to pay. You know why? Because I'm black. I love my nose. What are you concerned about my nose for? Leave me the hell alone. So she's not having it at all. Okay, can we do a before and after then? <laughs> Just saying. Can we get some measurements? Okay. To see. That's got to be the worst, though, part about being a celebrity is when you're not pregnant but you're like, eat a burrito for lunch, and everybody's like, you're pregnant. It's like, you no, know, I'm just bloated. No, I just had a big lunch. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you have on a couple of pounds, you can't really tell when you have a big lunch, but when you're super skinny, it, like yeah. a lot of these female stars are. It shows. Yeah. It shows. Have you ever heard of a nippleologist? No. A nippleologist. What is a nippleologist, too? Um, well, it's a real thing. Uh, John Hamm had a dedicated nippleologist on the set of Fargo. And I would refer you, Jen, to season five, the trailer. If you look at the season five trailer, you may notice that John Hamm's character, Sheriff Roy Tillman, has nipple rings. Ooh. But spoiler alert, they're fake. Oh. Not just the rings. But the nipples themselves. Oh, wow. All fake. He put fake nipples on top of his real nipples? He didn't. The nippleologist did. Because ah. that's what a nippleologist does. John said, I, I had to have some very blue latex put on my nipples. And then they cast a resoundingly lifelike pair, 
which they then pierced. Oh, my god! And then once the pair were pierced, molded and pierced, then they place it over his own nipples using an adhesive. And uh, he said it's... It looks amazing in the crew. They just, they don't get enough credit. Uh, that is an art, for sure. That's why they're called a nippleologist. Wasn't that Jennifer Lopez, though, that had a nipple tweaker? That she was in charge of making sure that her nipples were was hard? Was it Lopez? I thought was it was it her? her. Somebody had a tweaker. It was somebody's nip- job to be but a I nipple tweaker. Oh, I don't know. I remember who it was. Yeah. Anyway, Fargo Season 5 premieres tonight at 10 p.m. on FX. Think about that. Looking at John Hamm's. Pierce nipples. How awkward did that be, though, standing there and having someone apply something on top of your nipple? Yeah. That would just be weird. And I bet it felt weird, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is they're sticking it on there with. Don't you think about that sometimes, too? I mean, those actors and actresses make a lot of money, but they do have to put themselves in some seriously compromising positions and sometimes. Yeah, with think people. of the money, think of the money, think of the money, yeah. think of the money. Yeah. Like John Hamm when he had Jennifer Aniston laying on top of him. You that think, must have been really hard. I'm sure that was so challenging. It's a bad yeah, day. Very difficult. Bad day at the office. <laughs> it's, hey, it's a living. Is he married? What is he? Yeah. He is. He is Remember? now. Yep, he got married recent. this it was past recent, summer. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. All right. So it's hard to imagine anybody other than Adam Sandler singing the Hanukkah song, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, it was almost not him who did it. It was almost Roseanne Barr. Oh, no. Why? Oh. She was the host on Saturday Night Live the night it debuted in 1994. And Adam says that Roseanne was nice enough to say, no, let Adam do that. That's his. He wrote it. That's his song. Oh, that's nice. If it comes on the radio and I, and I hear it, I get excited. That's still awesome. When I wrote that that week on Saturday Night Live, Roseanne Barr was the host. And they were talking about Roseanne singing it. And she was nice enough to say, no, nah, let Adam do that. That's his, he, he wrote it. That's his song. That's cool. Yeah. He's thankful the song is still a hit almost 30 years later. He, he, he said he just, you know, gets excited, loves it. It's awesome. It's cool. He pulls it off well. Yes, he does. I agree. Uh, and as expected, Snoop Dogg has no intention of quitting weed. <laughs> he never had any intention of quitting weed when he announced that he was giving up smoke. Yeah. It well, because weren't we all kind of like, well, what is he going to no do instead? Edibles. We thought edibles. Yeah. No, it wasn't that either. It was all part of an ad campaign for Solo Stove Smokeless Fire Pits. Ah, jeez. In a new ad, he says, I'm done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all stinky. I'm going smokeless. We have a Solo Stove. We've had one for multiple years, and it really is awesome. He goes on to say, Solo Stove makes fire. Mm-hmm. They take out the smoke. Clever. It's really fun, and sometimes they have, like, in the beginning, it's, like, it gets a little smoky, but then once it gets going, it's awesome. You can, like, cook on there and everything if you want. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Holiday shopping. You're going to be hearing a lot of Christmas music when you're out and about starting this week, if you haven't already. So they did a study to find out how it impacts holiday shopping. So people are more likely to go into a store or stay longer if these genres of music are playing. Pop, 43%. Rock, 37%. Alternative, 26 Classical, 23 And hip-hop and rap, 21 They're more likely to leave if they hear metal, gospel, hip-hop, country, and punk. Hmm. So here are the top holiday songs found on shopping playlists on Spotify. Number one is Winter Wonderland by Tony Bennett. Oh, it's a great song. Followed by White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Classic. Sleigh Ride, The Ronettes. 
Love it. The Christmas song, Nat King Cole. Oh, of oh, course. That's a great yeah. One. Yeah. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, Sam Smith. Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. And the I was going to say, where's Mariah Carey? Is she on there? Yeah. The top artists, Taylor Swift, Michael Buble, Pentatonix, Ariana Grande, and One Direction. So kind of interesting. Uh, David Letterman returned to his old theater last night to be on with Stephen Colbert. Uh, as you may know, when uh, David Letterman was on television, he did 4,000 shows on CBS from the Ed Sullivan Theater on Broadway. That's where they that's where they taped the show. And then when he left, Stephen Colbert not only took that time slot, but he also took over the studio, which they redesigned and built a new set and the whole thing. And uh, this was the first time Dave had ever been back. And the standing ovation lasted a while, and, and Dave had a great line ready. Here's how that all went down. My guest tonight certainly needs no introduction. Please welcome back to the Ed Sullivan Theater, Mr. David Letterman. Stephen, control your people. This, I, th- I will I think, say, this yes. is the most enthusiastic audience I have been near since the night I announced I was quitting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Stephen, he Yay. had a great question for Dave last night after all those years in late night television. What do you miss about it after all those 4,000 shows? What do you miss most about doing, a sh- if there is anything? Oh, I, I miss everything. I mean, mostly it's fun. Very few things in life provide one the opportunity, and I can't speak for you or to you on this topic, but for me, if you muck one up, 24 hours later, you get to try again. And that's a pretty good device. And then when you do something that you're really proud of, you think, by God, let's do that again. And six, seven years later, you have that experience once more. (laughs) Yeah. I love Dave. He did 4,000 shows with CBS. That was just his time doing Late Show with David Letterman. He did... Uh, almost 1,900 shows on NBC prior to that. Wow. And while having that conversation discussing good shows versus bad shows, they both agreed that it often plays different on TV, and what they considered bad shows ended up not being so bad after all. Yeah, that's you know? cool. Have you ever tried doing the math as to how many shows we've done? Oh, gosh. Just <laughs> together, like when you... When you cover all radio stations? Yeah. What do you think about, you know, we've been 22 years doing this together, almost 23. Right. And you figure, you know, five five days a week, 5,255, a few weeks vacation. One million shows. You know, we've we've done. (laughs) I don't want to do that math. That sounds like a lot of adding. Well, not just that. We still haven't got the hang of it. So that's, I mean, what does that say? (laughs) <laughs> it happens. But you think, you know, probably two on the low end, 200 shows a year, minimum. Right. Minim- more than that, but simple math, 200, to, we've done. Yeah, like and our 7, shows 000. are longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do like four hours. <laughs> you know, as like opposed to doing hour. one hour and a staff of writers. Yeah. That must be nice. We got to fill a lot more than he does. Yeah, that is sure. Easy. That's no. true. We have a lot of organic chat. That's true. Yeah. We'll talk God. about mashed potatoes later. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, so I do have one last story here. It's really kind of a miracle that Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne are still together. Have you ever looked at that pair and wondered? No. How 
Yeah. And why? How has she not left him yet and vice versa? Well, one of the reasons is that Sharon let Ozzy sample all the groupie action he wanted back in the day. Ooh, really? Oh. She said that's what comes along with being famous. It was always there, especially if somebody is insecure or a narcissist that wants it all, as Ozzy was. She said, I was always like, wear a condom and never ask names or addresses. You don't want to know. When it comes to something more personal than that, then it's a problem. Then I'm not going to turn a blind eye. She didn't turn a blind eye back in 2016 when she found out Ozzy was having an affair with his hairstylist. Remember that? Oh, yeah. They actually broke up for a while, and Sharon later revealed that Ozzy was messing around with six different ladies. Jeez. Which is just fascinating to me that he can still score women. I'll also, like, how does he keep up? Is it the medical? Like, he's got to. You know, I mean, he's been just so. That's insane. Could you keep up with six six women, Jeff? That's no, a lot. No. Yeah. How did? But my question is, how does she reconcile that? Like, how does she deal with that? You know, how do you? Why group, do you the stay? The no names thing, or well, the affairs, the groupies. Yeah, I mean, if you're Sharon, like, why do you stay? No. She loves the guy. She said over and over, she loves the guy. Right. And just, I don't know. I don't know. As long as it's not emotional, maybe she's fine with just the, yeah. He's having, if it's just a physical, because you know. It's not like she's trapped. You used to tell me forever ago that men can easily separate sex from emotion. Right. So maybe Sharon can do that too. Maybe Sharon's got her own six fellas out there roaming around and that's why she deals with it. Entirely possible. But if there's a fully open relationship. Men can separate the physical from the emotional, but sometimes the emotional can still happen, you know? Like sure, it shows mm-hmm. it could show up. It could like develop. I know this started out as physical, but I mean we hear it on second date update all the time. They just intended it for it to be a hookup and then they discovered wow i i think i really like this person and now that to me would seem now a it's threat. an entanglement now it's an entanglement yeah yeah wow so thank I, you jada i'm always <laughs> fascinated and just love to hear like the explanations and the rationalization from people who make the decision to stay when there is an entanglement like that yeah I know in some cases it's because maybe, kids. I don't know, maybe you feel like, right, you got kids or you, you're afraid of being alone. Yeah. You don't think you can find or you'll ever meet anybody else. Maybe you financially feel trapped. But, you know, I see a lot of people who are, who don't seem to be trapped by any stretch of the imagination, make the choice to stay. To stay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting to me. Cause I'm done. Like you'd once, be, you'd be once done. Once trust is broken, I am just you're done. out. I am just done. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that. I think it's just. I mean, I also envy people that can have a trust violation and come back from it and learn how to trust you again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you cheated and then they work everything out in therapy and they're back together forever. Because mm-hmm. I'm like Jen. I'm like I don't know. I think I would. How do I trust again? Right. I'm, I'm like that with I, I'm like that with friendships too. Are you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for now. That's your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. 
If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a carload pass to Christmas Nights of Light at Coney Island. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Natalie is looking for a second date update today. We're going to try to help her out. Good morning, Natalie. Hey, guys. Hi. Thanks for taking my Oh, call. it's not Natalie Jones. I had a thought <laughs> for a moment. Everyone thought she was going to be on second date update when she had that whole debacle yes. with the music festival. The, the interstate romance. But it's a matter of time before we end up calling her. Right. But today, this is a different Natalie. Welcome. Thanks for taking my call. Happy to. Um, I have myself so worked up and upset about this because I thought I had this amazing connection with this guy and I thought I was going to get into a relationship with him and then he just ghosted me. Okay. Did you go on more than one date with him? We went on one date, but I never told him that we were going to get in a relationship. Oh, good. Just because like in the past I've done that before and the dudes have like gotten like so uncomfortable well yeah <laughs> i can't imagine why but you're saying you didn't do that this time no I, I did nothing i played it cool i thought i played it cool and when we went to dinner we went to outback steakhouse and we just talked for like hours we talked about our childhood we had so much in common like our parents did the same thing and it was amazing we like laughed we had a great time and after dinner, he walked me to my car, he hugged me, and that was it. He, he didn't say anything? He just... He said, he actually said, thank you for your time. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was thank like, you for oh, your okay. time. I thought he was, like, weird, nervous, whatever. Just kind of didn't know what to say. It. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. your time. Well, I mean, that is a nice thing to say because, you know, you are appreciative that they took... You know, we've all got busy lives. We all have a lot going on. Yeah. We all have a lot of options of things to do with our time. A lot of options. And you chose to spend your time with him. And so, he appreciates that. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Yeah. I suppose it depends on the tone at which he used it. Thanks for your time. Or Hey, thanks for your time. He said it like that. Oh boy! <laughs> it feels I was just being sarcastic, like a, but it feels like a job. Like when you leave a job interview and you get that as a response yeah. of, "Well, thanks for your time and thank you for your service." Yeah, yep. it's weird. My pleasure. You may go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hmm. So yeah, and then that was it. Okay. Oh man. That was it. That was the end. What made you yeah. think that you were going to get into her, that this could potentially be a relationship? Was it the vibe you got from the date, or was it just all the things you knew about him leading up? No, like, on the date, we were just, like, talking and talking. There wasn't, like, a awkward pause in the conversation. It was just great. We were laughing. It just felt, like, very natural and very easy. You had good chemistry with him. Yeah. And you did say you had a lot in common, so I could see how that would leave you thinking there might be a potential relationship here. Yeah. If you look back, as great as that night was, do you remember any awkward silences or moments where 
he didn't seem to get you or understand the point you were trying to make. Do you think there was any potential misunderstanding over maybe a joke you made or something you said that didn't quite land? Nothing that sticks out. Like, he just, I don't know. He was, like, one of those people that, like, you can talk to about anything, and he always has something to say. Yeah, just nothing is odd. And I didn't obsess about anything that I said or did. Right. All right, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, we'll call Ben and see what his story is and what he really thinks about Natalie. See if there's any chance of a second date, let alone a relationship, as second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So Natalie and Ben went on a went on a great date. They met on match, and after matching, they went to Outback and had one of those dates where they just connected, talked for hours. But then at the end of the night, when they said goodbye, he hugs her in the parking lot and says, "Thanks for your time." <laughs> <laughs> like, Which you know could be a nice thing to say. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but they had so much in common and it seemed very relaxed and they seemed to laugh at the same thing. So I don't know what happened there and neither does Natalie. She thought there might be some potential for a relationship based on how easy it was. We're going to call Ben. Unless there's anything else that you thought of, Natalie, that you'd like to add to the conversation that you think is important before we call him, now is the time. Mm, No, I think that's it. Okay, let's call Ben. Oh, Oh, what were you going to say? I did text him, and he didn't text me back. I didn't tell you that, but that's, like, part of the whole thing. I see. Did you originally wait for him to text you, and then when you got impatient, you texted him, or did you text him right away? No, it was, like, two days later. Oh, you waited a bit. Good for you. Thank you. Hello. Hello, is this Ben? This is Ben. Hi, Ben. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen, that's awesome. (laughs) You're enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I'm just wondering how enthusiastic you'll be when you find out this is a second date update call. This is exciting. My voice is on the radio. uh, (laughs) Now I'm famous. You might even become infamous. You might. Depending on how this goes. That sounds great. I would love to be infamous. Oh, boy. (laughs) People always wonder why people agree to come on Second Date Update, and this is one of many reasons. (laughs) This is great, though. I'm glad you're willing to talk to us because we had some questions about your date with Natalie, who called us earlier this morning and sounds lovely, seemed to think you two clicked. There's a lot in common there. Mm -hmm. Dare we say potential for a relationship? Okay. Um... Well, I'm sure the men in the room can understand this. TMI, too much information. Yeah. I swear to you, I got her entire life story, her birth, premature, and in the NICU for three weeks. Doctors were very concerned about her developmental issues, but she's fine. She got her period in the fifth grade, and her mom was out of town, so she had to go buy her own Kotex. 
She lost her virginity at 16 to a guy named Tom. You're a good listener. Those are very those are details. I'm like shocked at his retention. How yeah. did he retain all of this? Yeah. Uh, th- those were some of the bigger moments. Okay. Then there was her first cat, her cousins who destroyed her Barbie dream house, her crush on her fourth grade teacher. There was so much more. It didn't end. Constant chatter. So what about all these details bothered you the most? It was intense because along with every story came her woundings and her traumas and how all these wounds and traumas show up in her life today. It was just too much. So what would you have preferred to talk about? On a first date, let's keep it light. Home, family, the basics. Leave a little to the imagination. Save the mental health discussions for later. It was just too much, guys. Hmm. So what did you share about yourself? Like, were you able to get a word in at all about what you got going on? It doesn't sound like it. You know, that wasn't even the issue, that I didn't get to talk about myself. I would have listened to her, but it would have been, just would have been lighter. No, not so uh, much. I know too much about her already. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Although Jen did make a very good point in that you are a very good listener. Obviously, good if listener. you retained all that. That's yeah. a lot of detail be, to remember. A lot of detail this many days later. Yeah. So true. Kudos Obviously, these stories had an impact on you in some way, shape, or form for you to remember them. Albeit not in a good way. I mean, gosh, you know when <laughs> she... <laughs> God. Which yeah, story... They're, they're, like, they're, which... I'm never going to forget these stories. These stories are set in my mind forever. So what, she just talked too much? Or it was just, well, you did billboard it with TMI. Yes. There's too much information. Okay. Are these stories you would never want to hear about her or just not on a first date? Just not the first date. Okay. This is just not stuff you'd talk about the first time around, third date, fourth date. You so know, what was your reaction? Even years down the line, you tell me when you lost your virginity. That might not come up for years. So as you're sitting there and you're hearing these stories, and obviously, you know, she told one and then she told another and then she told another. What was your reaction to her storytelling that led that may have led her to believe that it was okay for her to continue sharing? I mean, were you giving anything off? I can't answer that for her. Hmm? I can't answer that for her. No. Well, I mean, what were you doing? I mean, what was your reaction to her when she's sharing all of this information? Were you like, oh, my God, that's so interesting. Were you leading her to believe that you were interested and wanted to hear more of these stories? Yes, I did that human thing that people do when they're talking to people. They don't tell them that I'm bored by your story and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but yeah, of course I didn't do that. That would be stupid. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for meeting me. I gotta go. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you just seem like you're being a little more direct with us than maybe you were with her. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Right now, definitely. Well, I'll give you credit for being polite on the first date, but I don't know that that served you well because you led her to believe that you really liked her and that you were kind of into her. And we have Natalie on the phone, and we'd like to give her an opportunity to respond. Hi, Natalie. Of course. Hi. Uh, I felt so comfortable with you yeah. like I was sharing my emotion my inner heart with you and well, that's the problem you... you don't do that on the first date Dude, you don't yeah. share I your know. emotional problems on the first date well I know mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, think... I think you don't share it with you <laughs> I could have just ignored you I guess that would have been normal just sit there and ignore Why you are you being so mean I don't feel like I'm liking this anymore I'm not being mean. I'm being forthright. Was he this direct with you on the date, Natalie? Did Was there Obviously anything that not. indicated? I mean, I feel like I'm talking to a different person than the person you described. Yeah. this he. You sound like 
a completely different person. Like, I wouldn't have shared so much with you if you were oh, the way Francis you are right around. now. Somehow we've made this my fault. That's great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's absurd. It's not your fault. I'm just saying that I liked you and you ghosted me, and now you're a different human being. Not blaming I, you I, for anything. I just thought your, your stories were too much. I was very honest just now and forthright. Um, I'm sorry that you're hurt, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the call, Ben. I know. I feel worn out. You just wore me out, buddy. <laughs> me too. I'm yeah. going to take a nap after this. All right. Well, best of luck to you, Ben. Natalie, I'm sorry. It is what it is. It is what it is. Appreciate you coming on Second Date Update. Best of luck to you as well. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. For sure. All right. If you need a little help with Second Date Update, you just reach on out. Just send us an email. Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. So which airline is serving up imported dog food? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. to those stories thanksgiving is known for three things food gratitude and attitude all right the kind that comes with passive aggressive table debates <laughs> so to get you warmed up a website put out a thanksgiving themed would you rather poll okay with Ooh. some silly debates all right I mean, do you guys have that at, at your Thanksgivings? Are there any heated exchanges or not even heated, but sensitive topics that get brought up and somebody gets a little bent? No. You know, that's great. Yeah. I mean, everybody's pretty much Aligned. on the same page. And, and for the eight who will be there uh-huh. on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, dad's a little more opinionated but he's than everyone else. But he's a little away with it. Yeah, and everybody just kind of nods because you know if you if you give it too much energy, it just feeds off itself. Uh-huh. So it's usually me. It's being just the a one. sort of a nod, and we change the subject. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's usually me, the one that's in the room, going, "Change the subject." Do you say that? Oh you, yeah, I'll okay. go subject change. Oh, we don't we don't say it. Oh, we, ju- do. we we just, just change it. it. Yeah, because yeah. then it's less of a thing, right? Yeah. But if you're like, change the subject, then everybody's like, draws more attention yeah. to it. Well, right. because so. I feel like they're saying it to po- to poke at me. And what is they it know- usually? Oh, they're poking at you? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, they're because trying I'm to get usually, you? Because I'm way more free thinking than some people. Yeah. Yeah. In so your family? Than my, in my family. Uh-huh. You're a little more open-minded. Oh, for sure. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I'm like very open-minded to certain situations and certain political things. And right. not everybody feels that same way. So I think- Your they, family from Hazard is less so? I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes they, so they say stuff and I am often one that's like, I'm not just going to not say anything, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I try to be like subject change to let people know like, hey- I disagree with that, but I'm not going to get into it with you because of the holiday. Mm-hmm. So I will either A, walk away, or B, just talk about, oh, my gosh, did you see that Black Friday deal? That's going to be great. Right. You guys went shopping? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Okay, so would you rather spend Thanksgiving with your mom's side of the family 
or your dad's. More than 10,000 people responded while you think about it, and two-thirds said that they would actually pick their mom's side. I haven't been around my dad's side of the family very much since I was a kid. Like, once we, once my grandparents died, I hardly ever saw them. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hardly ever. And a little bit more on my mom's side, because my aunt lived with me for a while. Um, oh, yeah, aunt For like Sandy. six years, she lived with Jacob and me. And, uh, yeah, so I have a little more contact with them. Not a ton, but. See, I'm closer to my female cousins on my mom's side. But I love the conversations that I have with my dad's side of the family. Like, we see them maybe twice a year. You know, they'll come up for the Fritch family Christmas mm -hmm. at our house in December. And I got a lot of cousins on that side that got little babies. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to see them, too. Mm -hmm. But I would say probably my mom's side if I had to pick just one. Yeah. Okay, would you rather work on Thanksgiving or Black Friday? Ooh. Black Friday. Yeah, 66% said Black Friday. Because we, we used to. For back years. in the day, we used to have to. Yeah, yeah, we used to broadcast live from the mall mm -hmm. on right. Friday morning. And that was kind of, I mean, that was pretty laid back. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it just sucked having to get up early. But I had no issues with being at a mall. Yeah, you and I would, like, go shopping <laughs> during the commercial When the breaks. songs were playing, we remember? would <laughs> go you, shopping. I remember I went to the bathroom and came back. I got four pairs of shoes at Dillard's while I was on that potty break. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't that bad, I guess, because we got there before the crowds. Mm -hmm. We would watch the waves. We'd see the first big wave of the people that were lining up right. early to get in for the door busters. And then everything would kite. That's where I learned, like, the secret of shopping on Black Friday. I don't think it, it applies anymore because I don't feel like Black Friday is what it used to be. It's you know, not the, the sales same. didn't start until Black Friday. Now sales are starting a week or two in advance and they're shopping on Thanksgiving. So there's not that mad rush on Friday mornings like it used to be. So I don't think that this will necessarily apply anymore. But I learned that they, that it comes in waves by watching it at the mall. There'd be that first big wave and then things would settle down at like 10. And then wouldn't pick up again until right after lunchtime. Yeah. So you had that small little window that if you wanted some quiet shopping or quieter <laughs> shopping you could on go. Good Friday, you do that between 10 and lunch. That's a good idea. Yeah. You could probably still do that now, though. Yeah, like I just saying. don't. Yeah, I just don't know if there's that big rush in the morning. And yeah, the thing like that I was. always liked about that part of the shopping was seeing all of the women together. Like it was always like. Sisters were together. The or, ones who were doing mother, it as daughters. a tradition. And yes, I love that part. Remember, they would have like matching jammies yeah. Yeah. or matching shirts. And they and all, huge bags full of yes. stuff. And they all had like their really fun holiday routine where they would get up or they would spend the night at each other's houses. And then they would like get coffee, shop, and then they would go to breakfast or yeah. something like that. And then they would always stop by and say hi. Yep. Turkey or ham? Turkey. I think I have to have ham at thanks at Christmas, so I'm going to say turkey. Seventy-two percent of people said turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, but there are people who do. You know, they flip it. Yeah, mix it up. Canned cranberry or homemade cranberry? Ooh, I'm vetoing this and saying cranberry celebration from Kroger. There is no other. It is just <laughs> the. I mean, it is, it is just. Good. What incredible. all do they put in it? It's sometimes it has nuts in it. I know it has some orange zest. I'm not sure. I just because there's it. more than just cranberries in there. Oh yeah, and I like to put it. You guys saw me 
when my dad dropped off, I put it right on top of the turkey. Yeah. Like, to me, it's almost like putting mayonnaise on a sandwich. Well, I can remember Amy Tobin years ago came in here and was talking about different ways you can use the leftovers. Mm -hmm. And she did these little sliders. Oh, and yeah. And she put turkey and cranberry sauce and something else on it. Was I don't it like remember. mashed potato, like a little mashed yes, potato Yes, I think it was. I think it was. She put several different things on a bun. Yeah. It and was it was so, so good. good. Uh, do you dress up for Thanksgiving or wear comfortable clothes? Comfortable clothes. I do like business cash. Like, I'll wear, like, a nicer shirt and jeans. We do the same. Yeah. So, like, something where it's not as fancy, but, you know, it's not like a hoodie. Right. We might, you know, if we, if it wasn't just us, mm -hmm. I mean, we might step it up a notch, but it's just us. Plus, I know about, like, it's always a really good time to uh, take pictures, you know, with yeah. the family and stuff. So, you kind of want to have on a nicer shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh would you rather host a Thanksgiving dinner or attend one? 72% said they would prefer not to host. I like hosting. Yeah, Kristen loves it, too. Yeah. I, I mean, like I like being home, but I want everybody else to do the cooking. I like hosting mostly because I probably don't have to cook all the food. Right. If you host, you don't have to cook. Yeah, well my, well, my dad makes all of the sides. I'm right. sure eventually someday I'll be the one doing that. But, like, I enjoy the fact that, like, everyone comes to us. Yeah. I love that. I love... Being, I like being home. I love being together in our environment. And I don't care if we have 50 people. Like, let's go. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here this morning? Millennials are constantly being blamed for ending and ruining everything, even American cheese. <laughs> American They ruined American cheese? How did they ruin cheese? I don't know. <laughs> but now people on social media are talking about things that they're actually glad that millennials torched. And here are some good responses. For starters, there were some serious things mentioned. Those include the idea that work is the most important thing. <laughs> or the loyalty to the workplace mm -hmm. thing. Millennials actually push the notion that you shouldn't go above and beyond. You should act your wage. Act your wage. Act your wage. Oh, wow. And be paid what you're worth. Act the, act the wage you want. The... Uh, I hate my wife or I hate my husband genre of jokes. They kind of put the kibosh on that. That was a that was a trendy thing for mm -hmm. a very long time. Uh, being an absent father. Millennial dads have made dadding cool again. Yay. Uh, that's, that's great. Good. I love that. That's a good one. They ended the stigmas of mental health, depression, and anxiety. Yeah. Um, working on that. They said no to homophobia and the shunning of the LGBTQ plus community. But more of the fun responses, millennials killed ironing clothes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think I own an iron. I don't even know how to tell. You know, like you have, like my kid is in Girl Scouts and mm -hmm. you got to iron on the patches. Oh, the, pa the patches are iron-ons? Yeah. Now? I think they used to be so. Or well, they, they used been? to be so. Okay. But I think you could probably still sew them. But Scott does it because I have zero capability in the ironing department. Wow. Like I'm like, Jeff, I'll take my all my stuff to the... Tide cleaner. I just stick it in the dryer with a damp towel. Yeah. Let it go. That's the other thing. Our dryer has one of those um, steam settings on it. Yeah. Where you can hook it into the wall, hook it into the hot water. Yeah. So you can put it in there and hit steam, and it does that. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Uh, what else? Cigarettes. 
That was another thing that they, that generation pretty much was they like. They don't smoke much. Yeah. No. Let's be excited for that, too. Uh, junk cigarettes. food. Yeah, cigarettes, but they probably smoke more weed. Or vape. They <laughs> yeah, vape, vape more. Uh, junk food. One person said healthy food. Hippie boomers started it. Gen X commercialized it. And millennials boosted it to the mainstream. There you go. Country clubs. <laughs> Country clubs. Mm. Uh, what else? Crappy chain restaurants. Uh, millennials rejected treating veterinarians like garbage. That sounds like veterinarians or veterans. No, veterinarians. Uh, really? Why was that happening? Uh, it sounds like a personal comment someone wrote in there. I'm just reading some of the funnier ones. The lawn care obsession. Owning a lot of knickknacks, even expensive stuff like fine china. Yeah, it's a dusting nightmare. You're welcome. I, did, I personally had a hand in that one. Last night, I kid you not, so she was setting the table for Thanksgiving, days in advance, and she said, should I break out the fine china? I'm like, why have it? If you're not going to yeah. use it. Right. Yeah. I said, "Is it, can you dishwash it? She said, oh, yeah. Oh, you can see my mom. So Scott has a problem with, like, throwing things away, and he recognizes that in my mother as well. And he has a fine china dining set from, like, his grandma or somebody like mm-hmm. that that he has now given to my mother who it is not dishwasher safe. But I'm like, babe, why do you keep giving her all this stuff? We're but just going to end up with it again. I, thank you, Jen. <laughs> you understand. And yeah. she does get it out at like uh, Easter or, you know, some really particular holidays. But it's all hand wash only, not not for the microwave. Wow. Because hmm. it's got like some sort of metal ring around it or I don't know. Mm, right. Something. I have no idea. Uh, they also cut the cord on cable TV. Rejected yeah. cable TV. Yeah. And bar soap. And bar soap. <laughs> this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. That is not always the case. There's a photo of an airline's in-flight menu that has been making the rounds all over social media because one of the appetizers listed was translated as imported dog food. So it's intended for people or was this for, you know, pets that were on the flight? Intended for people. Oh. The appetizer listed on the menu included some smoked pepper beef, vanilla shrimp, okra, Diced veggies and imported dog food. Huh. Well, not domestic dog food, but the good stuff. <laughs> it's wow. got truffles on it. Is that what makes it imported? Right. The flight was with China Eastern Airlines. And a lot of people just assumed well, if it's China, are they serving like actual dog? Ooh, no. Yeah, that's what I would. Which is oh, so Mm-mm. upsetting. Good news is uh, they probably were not. Most people think it was an unfortunate translation error. But last we checked, no one had really fully debunked it yet. Wow. However, Board Panda has a list of similar 
menu translation fails. Some of them, well, most of them are not safe for work. But whoever posted the menu also got a shot of the actual food. And uh, it does kind of look like like uh, dog food that you would get out of a can. Like if you took a whole can of Purina, you baked it, and then sliced it up like cranberry sauce. Uh, is anybody ordering it? I hope I don't know what it lo- On China Eastern Airlines? Oof. I would imagine it's Probably. included based on demand, no? I would think, I don't know. Maybe they pick it out ahead of time, too. Like, can't you do that sometimes on those really long pre-order. flights? Pre-order. Like, you'll pre-order, I yeah. want the steak or I want the dog food. Maybe. Well, it is Thanksgiving week. And chances are you've already been Googling a lot of holiday-related nonsense, like how to make Thanksgiving food or how to uninvite Uncle Rick without him getting mad. (laughs) Google Trends has released some data on what people have been Googling, and so far here are some of the highlights. A lot of people want recipes for potato dishes, but some things are more popular in certain states compared to others. Many states, like uh, gratin potatoes or cheesy potatoes, mashed or smashed potatoes, Mm. various potato soups, baked potatoes, but then you got the special states like California looking for potato tacos. Oh, that sounds good. How do you make that? Maine Googling potato donuts. I guess you just Google them. Georgia is cooking the Irish dish coal cannon, which is usually potatoes and cabbage. That sounds gross. I think it sounds good. And Tennessee is planning on whipping up some potato candy. Oh, yeah. I've had that before. That's where it's like, um, it's like, don't they mix it with like powdered sugar, I think? I think I've had that. Uh, Let's see. Pies are also common on Google search. Many states looking for the normal varieties like apple, pumpkin. Pecan is my favorite. Do you guys do a Pecan is on there. No. Uh, Cherry is on there. Sweet potato pie. And then there were the special states, like Oregon, looking for tamale pie. What is that? I don't know. I imagine it would be a pie with hot tamales. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are based on Google searches, so that's that's on you to Google. You got to Google. You have to look tamale pie. I did just All look right. up potato pay, or potato tacos, and it's like you could either make the taco shell kind of out of a potato, or you can just take like a corn tortilla and put it in there. Uh, Pennsylvania has shoe fly pie on the menu. What is that? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, Google shoe fly. S H O O F L Y. Oh, it popped right up. Shoe fly pie is often thought of a cake baked in a pie shell. Huh. That's shoe fly pie. Louisiana is making Mississippi mud pie. Oh, that's good. I've had that before. In Mississippi, they just call it chocolate pie. Yeah. And in Nebraska, they're really mixing things up with Frito Chili Pie. Frito mm. Chili Pie. That sounds good. Huh. We do. Do you guys do um, banana pudding? That's kind of banana like. Banana pudding pie? Well, it's not pie. It's just like you make banana pudding. That's kind of a staple at our Thanksgiving. My Aunt Betty used to make it when we go to Hazard all the time. And now my Sounds aunt, good. It is good. It's just like, you know, like banana pudding, Cool Whip, and uh, vanilla wafers. And you kind of layer it all together with real bananas. You guys have never had banana pudding before? Yeah. I mean, I've had that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it reminds me of something else that I used to have when I was a kid that had Oreos in it. I think it had oh, Oreos. Dirt pudding? Yeah. And it, yeah. Does, isn't there banana pudding in that, too? I don't think there's banana pudding in that, but that's really good. It's there's just something. like cream cheese, Cool Whip. That's good. Oreos. If you can make it into a pie, 
I'm in. <laughs> Remember when Obama was like oh, God. Oh, yeah. giving his big pie speech? Hey, I just realized I never opened your birthday present. Oh, let me oh. yeah, you should open that. This is what I love about birthdays is when people forget to bring the present on your birthday. Yes. And then they come later. It kind of stretches out the week. <laughs> Yeah, this it was fun because we kind of kicked it off like Thursday mm-hmm. at the parents, like a little birthday dinner, birthday celebration, and oh, there, oh, it's uh, she used a, she presented me with one of Jacob's cards. Uh huh. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's it say? Cards by Jacob. It says, "Who would have guessed?" Got a beaver on the You're so damn old. <laughs> oh, God. Happy that's birthday. Ah, that's, so that's cute. <laughs> that's so cute. I love the beaver. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. a very cute beaver. That's so cute. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Jen was going to wait until Tim was back or if she was, you know, whether she was going to present us both oh, with a gift at the same time. I think you each deserve your own day. Oh, that's nice. Oh, what do we have here? Ooh, you'll have to open it. A box it. of truffet. <laughs> Well, I got to continue this tradition, you know. The Oprah releases her favorite things. And catalog, you usually get him something And from on there? day one, I get on there and I buy something for Jeff and I buy something for Tim from Oprah's favorite things. I Well, that one year you went the Gwyneth route and got him a goop candle. That's so true. I did. I was kind of confused as yeah. to where the present might be coming from this year. Yeah. Well, this is timely because we just had a pasta dish at Boca the other night. And the guy came over and he shaved an actual white truffle. Oh wow! Over the pasta dish, isn't that Ooh. crazy? And it wasn't like it wasn't overwhelming, like it wasn't too strong. It uh-huh. was just really kind of perfect and just enough aromatic and amazing. And I got a great photo of it on our Facebook page from the weekend photos that Fritch posted yesterday. Yep, it's on the Q102 Facebook page and the Jeff and Jen Facebook page. And look at this! This is Oprah loves it. This is. A white truffle infused olive oil. Yum. That might have to go into the potatoes. There you Ooh. go. And a white truffle infused hot sauce. Ooh, that sounds good too. It's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> well, enjoy. You'll have to let me know how it is. You know I what that would be that. good on is if you make yourself a nice chicken biscuit and you put that right on top oh, of there. Yeah. That would be so good. You got a you got a chef's brain, Bridget. Oh, I I have a no. I have a chef's stomach. I just know what foods I like eating together. <laughs> Do you know what I I, lo- I get a lot of my information from Chopped and watching kitchen shows like that. Like I love um, what is that called with the? It's not the Last Chef Standing, but it's something like that. Iron Chef America. Yeah. I like watching Beat Bobby Flay. I like the chef competition shows where they put together like really neat flavors. And then I'm like, oh, I have that at my house. I should try to put that together. So, like, on the weekend, sometimes I'll take, like, you know, Mike's Hot Honey and put it on top of our chicken biscuits yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, wow. This is really pretty. 
Look at this Christmas ornament. That's beautiful. Oh, so that came yes. from Trisha, who is one of our diehard Jeff and Jen friends. Is that Trisha Parnell? Yep. Yeah. And she loves Q102 so much. She actually made personalized organ- ornaments for everybody organs. on the staff, including Patty. Yes, and um, she even made one for our kids, yes, and she, she is just the sweetest. That's so great. Shout out to her. Will Thank you take you a so photo much. of me with this ornament? Yeah. This is really pretty. I sure will. I like that. <laughs> Say cheese. You want to hold up your truffle butter, too? Oh, sure. <laughs> or your truffle oils? Let's get all your gifts in here. Truffet. Jeff's birthday. The celebration continues. continues. I'll put this on our Instagram. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Celebration continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are we? 821, your chance to win $1,000, the 1K letter of the day. Is this is the next. Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Doing well. Staying dry out there? Still coming down? Uh, it's fine. Yes, it is. It is. Sitting in my car. So pulling into a parking lot. All right. <laughs> well, let's try to win you $1,000, shall we? Yes, please. Let's do it. I think we should. All right. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you can do that without repeating any of your answers, you will win the $1,000. And the only suggestion that we have for you is to pass quickly. Okay. Do you have any questions? No, I don't. All right. What has she got? She got the letter I. Ah. Oh, no. As an iPhone. I know it. Ugh. Or iPod. You might surprise yourself. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. 30 on the clock. 30 on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question, so you get your full 30 seconds. All right, so here we go. Okay. With the letter I, name something you take for a housewarming gift. Ice cream. A toiletry. Uh, Ice cream. Oh, I don't know. Pass. (laughs) A kitchen item. Ice maker. Something you stir. Uh, pass. Something you paint. Hmm. Something white. And, uh, ionic. A dessert. Uh, ice cream cake. That's really hard. Yeah, it was hard. That was hard. That was really hard. I was there with you on the eye cream. I said it to myself and then. (laughs) Okay, good. That makes you feel better. Yeah, no, because you just think about it instinctually. Her answer to something white was Ionic, which is a Hyundai. Oh, is it? Correct. Yeah. So that was a really good I never would have even known. There's one sitting next to me in the parking lot. That's so funny. That's funny. So I've. never driven one but we rode in one it was a cab in paris and that was the quietest smoothest nicest suv i've ever sat in wow really nice wow. yeah who knew yep very it's a very good try it was a yeah, good effort it was, was a, it was a it was a rough day a hard day well, yep. blame it on the weather yes oh, wow. yeah blame it on the weather for sure 
gloomy day. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you again. I will. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Hey, you Thank too. You. Same to you. Thank you, girl. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.